Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. <laughs> and I'm Terry Carter. <laughs> wow. That's a nice start. <laughs> Sorry, <Good> everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I don't know, I forgot my name. I definitely, we do this live. We do our intro live. We don't can it. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know where I don't know what happened there. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) welcome. I hope if you're just joining us, um, it's not the first time. (laughs) Yeah, you stick around a little bit. Uh, Last episode, we talked a lot about our songwriting and our songs and the stories behind the songs. And we ran out of time. So we're going to continue that series right into today's episode. I think it's thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, I think it's a fun topic. So uh, we were talking about no one else to blame was the last song we were talking about. So, uh, that, yeah, that that was a, a lonely part um, in my life, um, just being on the road a lot mm-hmm. and just feeling you know, you're away from family, you know, um, seeing a different town all the time and, you know, yeah. seeing the place you play and seeing the hotel you stay at and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not glamorous. No. Yeah. But well, we talk about, you know, obviously the name of this podcast is No Stage Lights Behind right. the Smoke and Mirrors, but there is really something to be said about behind the smoke and mirrors of these venues and the life of well, a career musician. Cause you have to, you, you have to continue. You got to keep going because mm-hmm. you're the one that's in, you know, you can't stop. Um, I kind of want to talk about drinker in. All right. Drinker in is a single that we released in 2021 um it's been a hard song for us to wrap our minds around musically i think we're okay with it i I don't know i mean that that whole entry's got that kind of like yeah it's kind of neat like southwestern like yeah kind of bon jovi you know blaze of glory type feeling is there a snake rattlesnake in it in the beginning? Kind of that rattle. It's kind of cool. Um, I don't know why Drinker In makes me. It's a very personal song for me. It is literally about my previous marriage and my divorce and the 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 things that led up to that. Um, one of my maybe toxic traits is that I like to like close my eyes and pretend that like stuff like that never happened. Like felt like a lifetime ago. I don't really want to revisit it. It's not a good feeling. I don't like what it drudges up, but yet we wrote the song because the, I had the first line of this song written down for years, just like I did with tequila and whiskey. I had that first line written down for years and it just kept coming back to me. You know, you love her more than you love me. You know, she's smooth and tan and long and lean. And I couldn't shake that line. 
And so I had, think I had, what I had to do is I had to step out of myself as a woman and step into myself as a songwriter and an artist and say, this is a story that needs to be told and too bad if it makes you uncomfortable because somebody needs to hear it. That's why I think I struggle with drinker in. It is very personal. If somebody else would have written drinker in and I would have heard it on the radio, it would be my favorite song. But because I wrote it, it feels like I'm putting out well, you're my too, life. You're too close to I'm it. Too close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole idea behind Drinker In is, I see, and it's so weird because I almost said like the writer, who is me? Why am I like speaking in third person? The writer is the 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 person singing these or whoever it is telling the story is saying, um you know, all these things that lead you to believe that she's talking about another woman. But the truth is, is that the other woman is a bottle is a bottle of booze. That is who she feels like she's been cheated on with that, you know, her, the, the partner in this story loves that bottle more than he or she loves that person. So that's what drinker in is. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool song. Um, definitely not one that I listen to on repeat. However, our youngest daughter, it's her favorite. She loves the song. Hmm. Um, and it's about her dad, you know, and she knows that. So pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Drinker in. You look terrified. You look absolutely terrified. I got nothing. It's not like we're on like, what's that guy's name in New York? I don't know. Howard Stern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know. But hey, Howie, if you're listening. (laughs) Howie. Oh, boy. Um, Where are we going? Let's talk about Lonesome for Kentucky. You tell the story. That was a song my dad wrote. Um, I remember hearing it when I was a kid very young first started playing guitar and he'd always sit on the couch and I'd stand in my bedroom at the doorway. And that's how we would play music all day. He'd sit there and sing and I'd accompany him and uh, mom would be in the kitchen and either cooking or sitting at the table, reading a newspaper. And those, those were like, that's what we did. Mm -hmm. And um, I love that. And that was you before you know life happened you know when you're young and you have those memories oh i was 10 12 you know between 8 and 12 those years i had started playing when i was five so i mean i i was comfortable enough to Mm -hmm. be able to play Mm -hmm. and i could follow him and and uh that's what we did a lot and um, I just remember hearing him sing it all the time. He had a couple other songs that he would sing. I don't remember. The, I, have, I have the lyrics for everything that he had written, but I don't know how they went. Really? I don't remember how them, you know. Any you just melodies. remember this one. I remember this one. It was my favorite. And um, I just always loved it. And as time got 
kept going, you know, going on and I got older and he got older and then he was, you know, became ill and well, I, was, I just always wanted to, you know, yeah. to record it. And we, I gave it to you as a birthday gift that, you know, mm-hmm. booked some studio time and created the album art and um, had it all ready, you know, for you. So that was, that was, I felt like something I could give you. And um, even though I didn't get to know your dad, it was something I could give him. You know? Yeah, that that was uh, very special. Uh, one of our favorites. And when people requested it, it's so special. Like, it's one thing when family members request it because they, your family, you know, your sister and your brother, like they know the song, they remember it. But when somebody like that we don't even hardly know asks us to play Lonesome for Kentucky, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow, really? Like, that's really great. Um, I... I love that song. It was really a special one to do. Um, there is a song on our first album called The One You Need. And it has an interesting backstory to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote the beginning of The One You Need in the shower. I, I mean, I can, I remember this like it was yesterday. I wrote, the beginning of the one you need in the shower. It came to me after a show one night, we were coming home late, getting ready to go to bed. And I came up with like the storyline of this, this guy that was sick and was looking in the mirror and his partner was next to him. And this partner was saying like, it's my turn to be the one you need now. You need to rest. You need to be well. You need to heal and let it all go. And I am going to be the one that you need. You've been the one. Now let me be that person. Um, We wrote the beginning of the song. We got stuck a little bit on it and kind of put it on the shelf. And didn't we go away for? Like well, a- not yet. We didn't No. So <clears throat> I knew this. I knew the per- the character in the song was sick um with something that was serious and about a month later i was diagnosed with cancer and i was like holy shitballs i cannot finish this song like how do i finish this song when i don't know how my story is going to end how do i now i'm the dude in the song like that was manifestation gone wrong you know <laughs> and so um so the one you need stayed shelved for a long time. And then, um, you know, I got better and we went away and we said, we were, we just needed to get away from everything. And we said, we're not taking a guitar with us. We were going to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin for the weekend. We were going to take like this little romantic getaway. We're not going to take a guitar. We're not going to be Terry and Janelle, the musicians. We're going to be Terry and Janelle, the married couple. Um, and at the very last minute, we threw a guitar in the car <laughs> and we ended up finishing the song in the old Playboy mansion, which has oh, yeah. turned into a hotel. Uh, that was our date night. We finished the song in a towel. I remember I t- took a hot bath and I was like, oh, no, I've got the rest of the lyrics in my head. <laughs> and so 
we finished the one you, you need. We put it on our album. We put it out there. And shortly after that, a sweet young woman walked into my salon out of the blue um, and ended up becoming a very dear friend. She has a disease that's taking her eyesight and she's going blind. And this song became her anthem. And who would have known or thought that this song would be special, you know, that special to a stranger at the time, right? who now we just adore and, you know, is like family. But uh, music is just so special that way. That's well, because everybody can relate to something, you know, there's always some sort of. Yeah. I mean, the lyric in the chorus is, I'll be your eyes when you can't see. I'll be the one, you know, I'll be the one that helps you breathe and I'll be the one that helps you get up off your knees and all these things. And it became a really meaningful song to a, an entire family and an entire group of people who are just completely in another element as far as like what they're fighting. So uh, that was pretty special. What you got there, T? Mm. You get the list. I, I do have the I list. Don't, well, I'll I'm have you pick. I'll yeah. have you pick a couple. We've got Dear X. It's not you. It's um, not you is a fun one. Yeah. It's not you is a really fun one. It's not you is kind of funny. I tell the story a lot when we play live because we wrote um, It's Not You about women who are hunting and fishing and working construction and doing like the things that men typically do, right? Out four wheeling and just like being total badass women. I don't do any of it. Any of it. No, you look for the chocolate on your pillow. That's about the (laughs) most adventurous you get. Yeah, not super adventurous. Um, but that's a, it's just a fun little song about, you know, saying, I don't need, I don't need anybody. It's, you know, it's not you. It's it's me, but really it's not. Right. It's really you. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was a lighthearted fun song. Yeah. Um, do, um, any more and, uh, any more. And I still do. Those two are kind of a, they're like twinsies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anymore is a song that is on our first album. Our first album is called Unloaded, by the way. Um, again, you can find all of our music at riverroadtrio.com. If you've never heard it and you now have heard these stories, you might want to go take a listen and yeah, go, oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Um, so Anymore is a song. It's a Terry and I it wrote this song and it's the first duet that we ever had ever recorded together. Oh, yeah. You're right. Um we uh, had been playing and we were on our way home. We got in an argument on our way home. And when we got back home, he went one way. I went the other. I went to the office, I had an idea for a song. I really wanted to write like an Alanis Morissette, like angry girl, like rah, song. And it ended up just being like this kind of like, sad like you used to love when i would kiss you and now you don't 
And so, and that was our fight. Our fight in the car was like literally spiraled into you never do this. Like you never want to cuddle with me anymore. Well, you're never home. How can I cuddle with you if you're not home? Or you never want to kiss me anymore. Well, you never make it very like easy to do that. So why would I, you know, and it turned into that. Um, and so we wrote this song and I always talk about, talk about how I had almost all of the song done. And then I, I really did truly run out of chords to play. It was becoming pretty, very redundant, you know, pretty redundant, like over and over and well, over. It needed a bridge. Yeah. yeah. It needed something. It needed you. <laughs> That's what it needed. <laughs> and I had to, you know, kind of like put my tail between my legs and go and say, Hey, and wake me up. I did. I woke him up. I said, I know we're mad at each other, but I have a song and it's really good. <laughs> um, and so we took it to the studio and it made the cut just in time. Um, that's funny. I have another song on my very first album. I have a, a, a solo album entitled Janelle Marie listen. And there's a song on that album too, that I love so much that made the cut at the very last minute. It had already gone to like production and mastering and like stop the presses. We have another, another song. So anymore made the cut and it's a fan favorite and side note, fun little fact. It's also the first song that was written. I'm sorry, choreographed as a line dance in France. Anymore. That's crazy. Cause there's, I think they're just going through the whole album. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's five countries now, multiple songs kind of crazy. Um, so anymore was also recorded. A lot of people don't know this fast, the way that it was put on the album and released. It was also recorded as a slow ballad, which was such a sad song. Yeah. It takes on a whole different life. Oh my it's, God. It's, it's heart wrenching. And like, I often wonder if we shouldn't, I don't know that might take away. I don't want to cloud. Yeah, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like when Garth Brooks turned into like that Chris, Chris, Kringle. Chris Kringle. That's Santa. Now Kegel or wasn't it? Oh, that's another guy. Chris, whatever. When he got like the crazy black hair and like, yeah. Yeah. What the hell was that all about? I mean, I he, he really like went into an I think it just, I think just like artistically he tried something, you know, why not? I think just, I mean, if you're Garth Brooks, Right, and you want to artistically all of a sudden just do something totally off the kind of like what Prince did. Yeah, no longer his name; he just was that symbol. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was odd. So just what, something a little. So to get his attention, what do you just hold up a poster board with that sh- that sign on it? Hey, bring hey, 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 hey you there? <laughs> um. Okay, so now we're comparing ourselves to Garth Brooks and Chris. No, I'm not comparing I mean, myself to Prince. any of yeah. But it. it, it yeah, show of hands, would you like to hear the slow ballad version of Anymore? If you are a River Road fan and you've heard the fast version, let us know. It'd be interesting. Um, I have a feeling that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that Justin's going to be like, I want to hear it because he's a musician and he's yeah. one of our dear friends and listener too. Um, hi, Justin. Hi, Justin. Okay, so Anymore. So then Terry decided he was going to write a song called I Still Do, which is a very sweet flattering song about being in love with me, no matter 
how many years go by, how many wrinkles I have, how many, you know, flaws that I can point out. He sees beauty in them. Aren't you nice? I sure am. <laughs> and I want you to remember that. Too. And it was just, it just so happened that those songs kind of came out back to back. And like, I was like bitching and complaining and anymore, like you don't do this anymore. And then I still do comes out and he's like sultry and he sings in this like super like low register and it's sexy and all the girls love it. And I'm like, Oh, come on. But I love it too. I do. I really love when you sing. I still do. Oh, thank you. There's a lot of girls who are like, he wrote this for me. <laughs> Aren't there? I don't know about a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. He's going to need double peanut butter sandwiches at night. Grilled cheese. Double grilled cheese. Don't put the pan away because he's going <laughs> to think he's done. But he's not, ladies. He's not. He's going to want another one. <laughs> um, I still do. Is also a line dance in Europe somewhere. And it was performed live on WGN News. WGN Chicago. Right in the same room as the Bozo Show. Yes. So very cool. Yeah. Brought that to Chicago. I, I wanted to see the Bozo Buckets. And, I mean, I how, know. how cool. You searched for them. but All right. We have time to do one more. So here we go. We've got, let me just tell you what we have left. Right. We have Dear X. We have Freedom of Love, which everybody knows about. Yeah. We have. Two Dear X. Uh, what You're Looking For, Island Song, This Town, Tequila and Whiskey. Um, lucky Direx. Oh yeah, Direx is just a fun. It's a little ditty. Alex Smith. Al, well, she goes by Alexandra Lee as her artist name, but Alex Smith, um, one of our dear friends. Uh, we feature her on this. Alexandra Lee and Janelle Carter from River Road Trio, and it's such a super fun song. It's about um a girl who is in a relationship and she's kind of swindled into like moving to this guy's town. And when she gets there, she learns that he is really a player, but she plays the player. She plays the player and she ends up with his friends and his bar stool in his local bar <laughs> and being besties with his ex and the girls together, write a song or a letter, a letter to him um, entitled dear X. These are all the things we're doing without you. And we're just fine. Yep. So it's fun. Um, yeah. So check out our music. And we have a lot more songs we could talk about, but we are out of time once again. Yes, we are. And so thank you for listening. I hope uh, I hope you go listen. Riverroadtrio.com. Check out the songs. If you have questions you want to discuss more, we'd love to. But we're going to get cut off. So signing out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Have a great day, everybody. Take care, guys.